KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3 FM. And we welcome you to The Extraordinary Talk Show, a show to help you understand yourself and the world from a new perspective. And in the process, help you find your own personal extraordinary. And now your host for The Extraordinary Talk Show, Della Hill. Hello, everybody, and welcome to another Happy Wednesday. It is your host, Della Hill, with The Extraordinary Talk Show, coming to you again from St. George, Utah, where I drove today to do the show for you. And not only this one, but three others, because I'm not going to be back here in the studio for a month. Some fun stories for you, if you're interested. I was supposed to be here last week. I made it maybe halfway, no, more than halfway, actually, before my tire blew out. And the funny part of that was that my partner, boyfriend, had been concerned about my tires before I left. However, he was worried about the rear tires, and it was actually the front tire that went out. And But because he was worried, he made sure to educate me on the physics and the mechanics of what happens when a tire blows, specifically during a turn. Well, I wasn't on a turn when my tire blew, but I did know exactly what to do because that conversation was very fresh in my mind. And not only that, but I couldn't, like, I couldn't even be upset about it. I was sitting on the side of the road with three tires when I should have had four, but I had plenty of water, I had coffee, I had snacks in my car, I had a most more than half full tank of gas, so I had lots of air conditioning, even though it was 109 degrees outside, and I had plenty of music to listen to and things to do while I was waiting for Jesse to come pick me up, but he also called AAA, and because I was within the 100-mile distance, they were able to come pick me up. The funny thing is, I was actually 99 miles away from home, so that just barely slipped me into that AAA 100-mile distance thing, which was pretty cool, because they were able to pick up my car when I and uh, deliver it right home to me. So even though it might sound like things went bad, things actually went really well, considering I am sorry that I wasn't here with you guys to talk to you last week, but I'm here today, and we're going to have a lot of talking to do. To start with, let me say the same things I always say, but it's important. That's why I say them. Please don't believe a word that I say just because I say it. And whatever you do, please don't do anything that I do just because I do it. If, however, something that I say strikes a chord of curiosity or rings a bell of truth within you, I invite and encourage you to follow that. And today I want to add one other thing that I don't usually add because... I would like to think that it goes unsaid. However, I don't think it always does go unsaid, so let me throw it out at least once in a while. As much as I tell everyone, you don't have to believe what I believe, I also absolutely respect you in believing what you believe. And if I say something that feels hurtful or harmful, it's not my intention. And it's not my intention to attack you or your beliefs. And I apologize if it comes across that way. Because I do believe that we all have not only the right, but even kind of a responsibility to decide for ourselves what it is that we believe and follow that. And if you found a path that you're happy with, don't let me or anything that I say hurt you from that. If, however, 
Well, no. I'm even afraid to say this. But if something that I say makes you feel called out, please be aware that that's not me calling you out. But if you felt called out, you might want to figure out why. On that same note, guys, it's important to me to speak as much truth as I can, to speak the whole truth as I know it. And so I say things that I believe to be true, and I say them firmly and with conviction. But that doesn't mean that I think you're stupid for believing something else. I absolutely don't. In fact, as I've said before, I'm kind of on my second full belief system yet this lifetime. And being as I've already absolved one full belief system and started a whole second one, I recognize it's possible that that whole thing could happen again. And even the things that I believe and acknowledge to be true now, I might gain more knowledge, I might gain more understanding, and I might recognize that the things that I have accepted as truth now aren't. And in fact, if you guys find some of those things, if I say things and you're like, whoa, that doesn't make any sense at all, Della, I'd love to hear about it. Leave me a comment. Send me an email. You can leave comments anywhere where you can hear this show. Check it out. Also, there is the extraordinary website.com or the extraordinary talk show com that you can check out at the moment. It's still in construction, so thanks for being patient with me. But maybe by the time you check out this episode, I'll have it up and going, and you can find even more ways to contact me to tell me how wrong I am or to tell me things you like, too. That'd be great as well. But honestly, when it comes to me being wrong, I would rather be wrong about being right than be right about being wrong. I think that's how I said it. What I mean by that is I would rather think that I'm right and have someone tell me that I'm wrong and be wrong about being right and in that way be able to learn more, grow more, and find more truth. I would rather that than to be wrong and think that I'm right. Believe it or not, I don't want to be wrong under the false illusion that I'm right. So if I say or do something that you feel is wrong, I'm open to that. I'm open to hear it. I really am. And many of my thoughts and ideas, I've put a lot of time and effort and energy into coming up with these things. And if I missed a step somehow, I want to know that. If there's some more that I can understand to increase my, my knowledge, I want that too. So I am not afraid of being questioned I'm not afraid of having people try to poke holes in the things that I say. Not because I care that much about what other people think, but because I care that much about what I think. And I want to be right. <laughs> not, not, okay, part of it honestly is my ego, if I'm being honest. But more than that, and what I would like to think that my goal for this whole show is, is I want to share things that are helpful and truthful. And if something that I'm saying, if something that I'm sharing is not those things, I don't want to share it. And I need help from you and from the world to hold myself accountable to truth. And I guarantee you that not every single thing I say is true, even though I think it is. So when I find those things or when you find those things, point them out. I'm not opposed to that. And just because you point them out doesn't mean I'm going to agree with you. However, 
by you pointing it out, it will help my understanding of that idea grow one way or another. And I would rather be wrong about being right than be right about being wrong. If I said that right. So, moving on to today's show. We're only like nine minutes into this. It's fine. Which gives me about 15 minutes left to talk. Guys, I love talking to you. I really, really, truly do. I'm so grateful that I've had this opportunity to come share these things with you. And I am so, so grateful for all of you who take the time to check me out, to listen on the radio. It's Radio St. George 100.3 if you're listening locally in southern Utah. Or checking me out on Spotify, podcast, YouTube, theextraordinarytalkshow.com, Patreon, etc. Thank you. Thanks. I'm so glad that something I say means enough to you to listen. And I hope that that continues. Thanks for, for sticking with me, guys. Today's show is right here in this book. Today we're going to talk about energy exchange. Energy exchange. This is actually a great topic. I love this topic. This is a fun topic for me because I shared this understanding and explanation with Jesse when he and I first started hanging out about a year ago. And this was a new way of seeing energy for him that he had never seen before. And he's a pretty smart guy. But it made sense to him in enough sense that when I told him that what, this is what I was going to talk about today, he got really excited and gave me more show ideas. So I hope that comes through. And I hope you enjoy this topic as much as I do. What I love about energy exchange is how it's changed my life once I came to understand it. Because everything is energy. Everything is energy. And you put energy out and you get energy back. And there are sometimes things, people, places, situations that drain more energy from you than they give you. And that's not cool. It's easiest in life if you can give out the same amount or even less energy than you get back. Now, you might say, Della, that's not fair. It's not fair to give out less energy than you give back. I hear where you're coming from. However, I believe in the concepts of synergy, which means that when you put out something good, it comes back to you in multitude. This is actually part of the old Wiccan religion, they call it the, the law of three or the rule of three, that whatever you put out comes back to you times three, which means that if you put out negativity, that's going to come back to you times three. If you put out positivity, that's going to come back to you times three. But also consider this, because this is very important. If you put out neutrality, you're going to get neutrality times three. And you know what neutrality times three is? It's still neutrality. It's just like Sean, my, uh, my station manager here. Every year he keeps telling me that he's going to double my salary. But I'm still at the same salary I started at because you can times neutral times three and you still have neutral. Not that I'm complaining. I'm happy to be here. So energy exchange. What you don't want is to give out more than you're getting back. And that can happen when you find yourself around people, places, things, situations that drain more from you than you give back. Now, some of this has to do with your own self. Take some accountability before you start pointing around at the energy vampires around you. You need to protect your own energy. It's your job. Your energy is your responsibility. Nobody else's. People will try to take your energy, and it's up to you to give it to those where you feel it will be best spent. 
And it is possible, too, to give out energy and have it come back even stronger. This goes back to my concept. I talked about this a little over a year ago about little hinges and big doors. The idea about that is that little hinges swing big doors. And every single one of us has skills, abilities, talents, etc. that are unique to us. However, we seek help with things where we don't have those skills, abilities, and talents. So we need other people to help us with those things. And sometimes we don't even need them to help us. It's just nice. For example, my sister Carrie is a phenomenal seamstress and tailor. Absolutely. She has not only a degree in it, but a few decades now of experience. In fact, she made not only her own wedding dress, but she made my wedding dress because I don't sew. That's a perfect example. My sister, who has this amazing skill and ability, made my wedding dress for me. We're talking 1997, guys. I still have it, though. Because she had that skill and ability that I didn't have. And one, one of her gifts to me was to create something that I was not able to create for myself. And that was a tremendous gift from my sister, Carrie. Even though to her, it might not have been that big of a deal. It wasn't a fancy dress. But to me, it was a big deal. So one thing we got to do is realize what it is. Not only, first of all, we got to protect our own energy and be aware of your energy and what things, situations, people, scenarios drain it. If you are an introvert, then being around other people will drain your energy. If you're an extrovert, then being alone for too long will drain your energy. There are a lot of types of energy. We'll get there in a second. It's your responsibility to guard your energy. And that means when people come to you and they're seeking things from you, it's your responsibility to put boundaries in place so that your energy doesn't get abused or taken for granted. It doesn't mean that people can't get things from you. You certainly can, and, and I hope do, offer help and assistance to others with the skills and abilities that you have. But you got to realize it's a give and a take. You have to give if you want some back. But be aware that you're not giving too much and hopefully find the synergistic opportunities where you can give the energy that will magnify the most. See, I'm not Wiccan, so when I think about the threefold law, it's, it's a really beautiful concept to me, actually. But if I were to make it up myself, I think defining it as threefold is, is too defined. I think that energy comes back according to the energy that it was sent out with. I think that a small amount of energy sent out with a great deal of love can pay back for years, decades, or forever. It's a matter of how you give the energy and what type it is and if it is efficient. And my friends, I believe in nothing if not an efficient use of energy. One example that you might find of giving up more energy than you get back. This one place where you're going to find this more common than anything is in the people around you. People around you, a lot of people don't have that much energy themselves. They don't have a lot of whatever it is. And honestly, it's, it's a lot of times comes down to love and they need love. But because they don't know how to get it in, in appropriate healthy ways and they don't know how to get it from inside themselves, they want that from you. And they seek your attention and they seek your energy. On a lower level, this is what we call an energy vampire where they want your energy and they'll hog it. 
given the opportunity. Then there's gradients and steps up from that, and we go from the energy vampire up steps to the narcissist. And the narcissist doesn't, doesn't only want your energy, they need your energy, and they will manipulate you to get it, even though they don't even realize that that's what they're doing. Please have some empathy for narcissists and energy vampires, because they're seeking healing. People who take energy from you, the majority of the time are not bad people trying to drain you. The majority of the time, they are people seeking healing. Healed people heal people. And if you are healed, if you have a higher vibration than someone else, they might look to you to help them heal their vibration. And it is important to put boundaries in place. And that last example, you might think of as energetic, emotional, right? But energy is everything. And it comes to other things too. For example, let's say that your financial vibration is very high. You have a lot of financial energy. And someone who has very low financial energy comes to you and wants you to share. It's important for you to have boundaries, healthy boundaries. I'm not saying don't share. I leave that up to you. It's entirely up to you how much of your vibration you are willing to share with the attitude of knowing that what you share comes back to you in multitude. You make up your mind about that. When you decide how much to share, please keep in mind boundaries matter. It's very important to maintain the boundaries because, yes, you might have no problem sharing your financial abundance and vibration. However, you don't want to get walked on. You don't want to get abused. You don't want to get manipulated. You don't want to get taken advantage of. And we often, way too often, make the mistake of giving love altruistically and and then not even realize how much we are being abused because we think, well, I'm giving this openly and lovingly, so no one would take advantage of that, right? Well, most people don't do it on purpose. Please understand that. When you're giving love openly and altruistically, most people are not trying to manipulate and take advantage of that. However, it happens. So please be aware of yourself, your own energy and also, that energy is more than vibrations in the air that sound waves travel through. Everything is energy. Rocks vibrate with energy. It's a law of energy. It's a universal energy. God slash universal en- laws. The law of vibration is a universal law slash God's law. One interesting thing about God's laws is they don't change. They can't be broken. They can't be manipulated. You can work within them. But I'm pretty sure if you ever broke one, you'd know. So we have a lot of man's laws that we sometimes call God's laws, but God's laws have some some criteria. God's laws are always in place. Man's laws are temporary. God's laws, as far as I know, are unbreakable. You can work within them, but you can't break them. Man's laws, breakable. God's laws are clear, unchanging within that law. And they are definable. Just like the laws of physics and the law of vibration is that everything vibrates. You can define that. The law of energy is is defined as energy equals mass times the square root of the speed of light. The law of force is that the the gravitational mass has a force equal to... 
M, the gravitational mass times M1, M2 over R2. I have that figured out in my head, but I'll have to say it to you another time. With the force proportional to the product of their masses and inversely proportional to the distance between them. That's basically it. But those things don't change. We can maybe define them better, but those things don't change. God's laws don't change. They're in place. The law of vibration is in place. You can work within the law by speaking, and when you speak, it creates a different vibration in the air that other people can hear and that you yourself can hear. That is how you work within the law of vibration. However, the law of vibration doesn't go away. It doesn't stop. Where I was going with that is that everything is energy. The law of vibration doesn't go away. It doesn't stop. It is a universal law. You don't have to agree with me. I never even heard of it until a few years ago. But I do believe it is a universal law because I can see it working around me. Everything vibrates. And I can access and use the vibrations around me, specifically my own vibration, in order to attract the vibrations around me. And figuring out how to do that has been pretty cool. But when it comes to energy... Be aware that everything is energy. You have electrical energy, obviously, but you also have one of the most powerful energies that you have is your own emotions. And you know how powerful this is because you can be driving in the car and think about something sad and start sobbing. Nothing's actually wrong. You just conjured up those emotions within you to the point that it brought out a physical reaction. Your emotions are incredibly powerful. But they are a form of energy, and people, situations, will drain them. Notice not only people, but situations, places. If you go to a place and always come away with a headache or often come away with a headache, if you go somewhere and you just kind of, every time you're there, you wish it was over and you could get out as fast as you can, maybe those aren't places where you really want to be. And consider what type of energy you're having to pay in order to be there. Consider what it's costing you in your energy to be in that situation and what boundaries you need to put in place in order to not have that those energies drained from you. Some questions you might want to ask yourself is, do you have to work to be around a certain person or in a certain situation? Do you're like, okay, all right, here we go. And then you go into that building or that that conversation, you have to prep yourself for it. That is a person or a situation that is draining your energy that may or may not be worth continuing at that level or might be worth you putting in some better boundaries. Do you ever look for excuses to leave a room or not hang out with a person or go somewhere? Is there a certain thing that you just don't like and you're not even sure why and you haven't even noticed why? It's very likely that that thing is draining your energy. And remember that you are your number one advocate. Nobody else is going to advocate for you the way you can and should. And it's not anybody else's job to. Your energy is your energy. And it's your job to set your own boundaries and use it the way you feel is appropriate to use it. Guys, that's my time. I can't wait to come back and talk to you some more next week. This is Della with the Extraordinary Talk Show. Love you. See you soon. Remember, I'm not trying to tell you what to think, but I am trying to get you to think for yourself. You've been listening to The Extraordinary Talk Show with Della Hill. 
Search YouTube and Facebook, Spotify, or Podbean for video and podcasts of this show. Or go to RadioStGeorge.com. We'll see you next week for another edition of The Extraordinary Talk Show. 